Welcome to the Movie Reviews and Pot Cookies Podcast. Now, as you listen to this, I need you to understand one thing. This guy. Hey everybody, this is Mr. Pot Cookie, aka Josh. And you guys requested that I interview former Colorado State University running back Treyas Gerald's. And Treyas is a really interesting guy in that he was the probable starter and he decided to quit football and concentrate all his efforts on his love of marijuana, and he was became a, a marijuana grower. We discuss everything from performance-enhancing drugs to he played high almost every game. He has a great story. So I hope you guys dig it. You guys wanted it. Let me know what you think at Mr. Pot Cookie on Twitter, and let me know if we if we need to do more of these types of interviews because I love talking with smart people and great people and treyas fits the bill man so have fun let me know what you think we're gonna hit the conversation running and the question that i've asked is why did you give up football for marijuana you know football for 16 years you know um you take a toll on your body you know after a while you know you, you start to have nagging injuries that just stick with you that normally you know would go away you know, but, you know, it, it, start, it starts to stick with you. You know, I'm 5'6", you know, about 180. Um, the most I ever won was 185, but I was 5'6", 180. So, I'm, you know, I'm a smaller guy, so, you know, I can't take too much. So, you know, over the course of, of you know, over those 16 years, you know, uh, it's pain, you know, whether it be knee pain, you know, back pain, you know, uh, uh, even mentally, you know. So, you know, uh, they always had something to offer you. You know, but it's always been, you know, the over-the-counter medicine, the, you know, the opioids, you know, the stimulants, you know, over a course of time, you know, those things harm you, you know, whether that be your liver, you know, um, you know, whether that be, you know, blood clots go to building up or whether that be, you know, and in one case, you know, where, you know, it weakens your heart, the, um, uh, the toroidal shots, you know, one of the side mm-hmm. effects is that it weakens your heart. You know, there's a case in, you know, um, at USC, um, a player, you know, at, at the age of 20, you know, he had, he's having a heart attack, you know, that's, that's not, that's unheard of. Um, but, you know, come to find out, you know, they were, they, he was, you know, getting the Toro shot. So, you know, it's things like that that, you know, athletes are offered. <clears throat> and, you know, I knew and I knew, the, you know, the, the, the harmful effects of it. And I, I just wasn't going to be a part of it. You know, I, I, I had a, a better way of, you know, taking care of my body. And, you know, it was cannabis. You know, so, you know, that was, um, you know, the, the, the biggest reason, you know, for me stepping away from the game. You know, I knew if I would, I was going to continue to to smoke regardless. You know, like I said, it's my medicine. I wasn't going to stop to partake, partake into, you know, what they were offering because at the end of the day, I needed something, you know, I needed, needed, needed this to even, you know, participate in the sport. You know, this is what, what, what allowed me to, to keep going. And, um, you know, it, it's still like that today. You know, I know a lot of players now, um, that, that need it, you know, whether it be for physical, um, you know, things that happen to them physically or, you know, mentally, you know, so, I, I knew this, and um, I saw cannabis as, you know, uh, my medicine, um, and I knew, you know, the NCAA and how they feel about cannabis, you know, they frown upon it, you know, so, you know, with the drug policies and things like that, um, you know, like I said, I wasn't going to stop smoking, uh, I wasn't going to stop partaking in, in my medicine, so, you know, if I would have got drug tested once, um, you know, at, at Colorado State, they got the three-strike rule, you know, the first time, you know, you, you, you fill a drug test, um, 
you have to go to a, a class. Um, the second time you lose, you get suspended for for a game or two, and the third time the university kicks you out. So you know, I, I knew this is my senior year. It was my last year. Not only was I playing the game, you know, um, but I was going to school to get my education, which you know, um, in my eyes, is more important. Um, and I thought thought about it, and I was like, you know, if I continue to 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 keep going this route, you know, there's gonna be a day. You know, while I wake up and, you know, Terry texts me and, hey, man, you got to come in for a drug test. You know, me knowing this and me knowing what, you know, what I did and what I believed in, I knew this would, you know, deter my whole future. You know, you know, um, I've, I've been in college for four years. You know, I was an all-American academic guy. You know, I, I put in work not only on not only on the field, but in class. So to let all of this, you know, fall, you know. Um, get taken away from me, um, you know, I wasn't for that because, like I say, education in my eyes was more important um, than, you know, it's always been more important than than, than football. So, you know, I, I knew I needed to take care of my body. You know, that's that's first and foremost. And so it was between football, you know, and, and, and you know, my medicine. Um, so, you know, I decided, you know, I'm a I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a step away from the game, you know, I'm going to take care of my body and, you know, I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to utilize my degree. You know, uh, that's another thing with, with athletes. You know, um, we're, we're, we're told that, you know, um, we're going to get these connections, you know, after we graduate and, you know, you know we're going to get set up with, with, with alumni. But, you know, these things never tend to happen for athletes. You know, you, I know plenty of athletes, you know, um, I can name them. Um, that that's went off and got uh, you know college degrees and you know they 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 don't end up going to the NFL they don't work out for them but you know they ended up have to come back home and when they come back home it's like they're, they're working at McDonald's they're working at Walmart but you know why is this when you got a, a college degree well because that you know over the course of those four years you know coaches aren't really putting that effort in to make sure that this young man is going to be successful after the game of football meaning that he knows how to utilize his degree you know um y'all set y'all put him in position to um you know connect with alumni um some schools are like for CSU for example they had um programs where you meet with alumni but it it it, it wasn't to me it was just um up front um because i didn't feel like that yeah uh, it was enough um energy put towards that you know as far as what we what they put towards uh football you know the sport you know so it, that was another reason you know why i stepped away from the game you know um if i would have went through all of that and like i say got got drug tested and got kicked out then you know in my eyes you know i would i would have i would have been you know i would have felt you know like a failure cuz you know i went through all of that i did all of this and, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't get my degree. Not only did I didn't get my degree, you know, I got kicked out of school, you know. So, you know, um, my dreams of football, regardless of if I wanted to keep going or not, you know, was would have been, you know, taken away from me. So, like I say, I always say, you know, they can take away, you know, that, that sport or, you know, that sport can be taken away from you, whether that be from an injury or whether that be from, you know, a coach, you know, coaches, you know, but they can't take that degree from you. So, you know, that, that, that's a big thing. You know, I, I got that degree and then I knew I'll be able to take care of my body the way I wanted to take care of it. Yeah, they call it student athletes because they, they, they want to pretend like it's student first and athlete second. But right. I, I've known too many of those guys. It's athlete and then maybe if you go to class, student. Right, maybe. Yeah. Maybe if you go to class. And, and, and I've seen too many cases of that where it's real smart, nice young men and – they 
you know, they tear a knee, they they have some kind of injury, and they right. are just busted. And like busted. you said, they ended up, you know, in a spot they don't want to be in. So you didn't end up there. You right. decided to to step off of that track and hop onto your own road, and you applied for a medical license to grow marijuana. Right. So what made you jump to becoming a marijuana grower? You know, so um, I always was intrigued with the plant. Um, uh, I've always been intrigued with the plant. Um, I started really um, in delving and in, in learning about the plant going into my uh, freshman freshman semester of college. Um, I went to Walford College my my freshman semester. Um, I graduated high school early, so that allowed me my my second semester of high school, I was actually in college, you know, so I didn't get to go to prom. These are the things that I sacrificed for football early, you know. Um, I didn't get to go to prom, you know. I didn't get to senior skip day. I don't have those memories, you know. Those things I don't have, you know, but um, at the end of the day, it's everything happened for a reason. So I went off to Walford College and, and I met up with a, with a group of guys, great group, group of guys that I still talk to today. Um, one of them, Cam, you know, he was my roommate. Um, during my duration, you know, at Walford, um, and and me and Cam, you know, we had similar views, you know, just like me, Cam partake, per, you know, he partook in, in cannabis as well, and you know. <clears throat> It was a group of us, and, and every day after practice, you know, we would we would all, you know, go go in the bathroom, cut in uh, student housing. Um, so we didn't want the smell, you know, the smell to get out. Um, so we would cut the shower on, and you know, that heat, you know, it would kind of smother the smell. And we were all sitting there, you know, we would just, you know, medicate and just talk, you know, talk about the plant, you know, talk about how it helps and, and why it isn't, you know, um, an alternative medicine. And this was, you know, 2012, you know, this was, this is the things that I was talking about then. Um, this is, you know, well before, you know, cannabis was, was passed recreationally, you know, two years prior. So, um, you know, after the, after my first semester at Wofford, you know, you know, I, I really didn't like it. It was in South Carolina, it's the South. Um, it, it wasn't really for me, you know. So I, I, I jumped ship. Um, I went to JUCO, you know, out in um, San Diego. Went to Wofford. I mean, um, Grossmont College. Um, I went out there. Man, this was, you know, I would say the tough, the toughest two years, but. You know, it made me who I am, you know, um, that experience, you know, it was it, it was one that I, I would never forget. Um, and, you know, just like um, like I like at Colorado State, you know, at, at um, Grossmont, I would medicate, you know, before every game, before practices. Like I said, it was my medicine, you know, is how I got going. Um, but, you know, ju junior college, you know, um, they're not too, you know, especially in Cali, they're not too too hard on you as far as drug tests, you know. So I knew I could take care of my body and, you know, um, still protecting the game and not look over my shoulder and worry about anything, you know, because if it wasn't for cannabis, um, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm I'm not even, you know, lying to you. If it wasn't for cannabis, I don't even, I don't know how I would have made it out of, you know, uh, Grossmont, let alone Colorado State. You know, like I say, man, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm flat-footed. So what what that does is every, every like it, it translate all my weight to my knees. So if I stand for too long, man, my, my knees go to hurting. You know, so I've dealt with this all through my career. You know, I, I never said anything. It was just something that I dealt with, and you know, cannabis helped me cope with the pain and got me through it. You know, um, so you know, um, 
you know, after I left, you know, Grossmont, you know, um, I, you know, after my two years in Grossmont, you know, I went off to to CSU. You know, I, I got a degree, um, got the opportunity to get a full ride to to go to Colorado State. You know, I had opportunity to go to, you know, um, several several different colleges, but I knew that, you know, going to Colorado State, uh, I would fit in. Um, I just didn't see it as an opportunity to play football. Um, I saw it as an opportunity to, you know take care of my body and, you know, continue to play the game, you know, um, knowing that the NCAA drug test, I just felt like, uh, I would fit in, you know, because in Colorado, if you don't smoke, you know, you the oddball, you the black sheep, you know, right. Right. So the fact that, you know, I I partake in cannabis, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving California, you know, California is, is basically the same way, but I'm going to Colorado, you know, it's the Mecca, you know, you know, cannabis is recreational there. You know, I can go to the store and get some. So it's like, oh yeah, that's where I want to go. And, you know, that's what I did. You know, I came here and, you know, um, um, I came here and, you know, I came on my visit and, you know, I love the place, you know, um, I, I actually on my visit, you know, my, my, the, the person, you know, who, who, who watched over me, the older guy, you know, he, um, looked out for me and, 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 you know, uh, got my first, uh, I, I got a first, uh, my first time tasting, you know, some Colorado, but so, you know, it was when I came on my visit. Um, so, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, so, you know, once I got here, uh, so first, I, I what did you? Done, what no. was the first thing you smoked whenever you got to Colorado? Just because I know everyone's going to ask that. Well, um, on my visit or just yeah, when on I the got visit. Here. Yeah. Well, it was some. It well, the my my recruit my recruit told me it was some um, OG. Uh, that's all he told me. It was an OG <laughs> strand. Um, it tastes like OG. You know, OG has a distinct taste, so that's what it tastes like. But he didn't he didn't tell me what specific OG OG strand it was. He just said OG. I'm not sure if he was real familiar with it. So um, that's just something that I I, I had requested when I you know I went with him. So he he did his best. He did a pretty good job. Um, so <laughs> <clears throat> once I got here, you know, it, it dawned on me like. You know, I can I can grow cannabis. Like I say, I was always intrigued with it. You know, something I always wanted to do. But you know, two years before, people wasn't even talking about cannabis like that. You know, it, it, they had alone talking about trying to grow it. So I was like, uh, let me let me look into the laws. Let me see, you know, what's what. You know, let me let me see if I can if I can you know do my own thing. So unlike unlike you know your normal your your, your average student athlete. Um, you know, you get a stipend every month. So what I would do with my stipend, I, I just started buying equipment, you know, buying lights, um, buying tents, um, you know, buying the soil, buying the, the seeds. You know, I just started buying, you know, the things that I needed with my stipend because, my, you know, my thing was instead of just buying, you know, spending my money on shoes and clothes, you know, why not invest it? You know, I'm a senior. You know, what if I don't go to the NFL? And, you know, this was before I even decided to stop playing. You know, I was already thinking, you know, already thinking this. The whole while I was playing, I was I was growing. You know, my first year here when I was when my soft my junior year when Coach Mack was here, you know, when we went on that ten and three season, I I was growing that whole season. You know, I cultivated and medicated, you know. So, you know, when I first got here, it was it it, it, it struck like, hey man, you can grow, you know, take advantage. So I immediately, you know, took advantage, you know, of that opportunity, um, the opportunity at hand. And like I said, I began buying, you know, buying things piece by piece. You know, and I finally got my whole, you know, my whole setup and you know, I had an eight by an eight by ten tent. And I was in an apartment. It's funny. So uh, how it works for Colorado, you only can can grow, you know, in, in places where um, the landlords allow it. 
you know, um, or and you know, there's other regulations that goes into it as far as you you have to be so many feet from from schools and, and government buildings and things like that. Um, but one of the one of the things is you know the landlord has to be okay with it. But in part in apartments, you know, it's a little bit different. You know, they're they're kind of more stricter, so they don't really allow it. So what I was doing, I was kind of straddling the fence, not only with you know the university and, and, and my scholarship, but with where I lived as well. So, um, but you know, like I say, you know, I, I took that sacrifice. You know, it was something that I really loved. And well, you know, like I say, I didn't, I hadn't grown, but I just love the plant. You know, I love what it can do. You know, for the body and what it did for me. And you know, I just, you know, I wanted to get involved with it. You know, so you know, I began growing. You know, my buddy Max. Um, uh, it was a, a white kid, Max. He had been growing out in California for a while. Um, yeah, came to Colorado, and Max, the one, helped me set up my my first set of girls. Um, and that's what I refer to as my plants. I refer to them as my girls, man. Um, I, I love yeah. my plant. Um, yeah, love so, you, ladies, man. Love you, ladies, man. Got, yeah, gotta <laughs> love. So, you know, uh, he helped me set up my first set. Of, he, you know, he showed me, you know. Um, how to transplant, you know, um, he showed me how to put, how to transplant them from, you know, the, the little cups, you know, to the two gallon, you know, from the two gallon to the five gallon. Um, and, and my, my, the first time my, my, my first, first two cycles, I went soil. So, you know, he showed me how to, you know, how to put, how much soil to put in there, how to pot them in, in, in how to uh, mix my nutrients, but he showed me this one time, you know, and this is my first time hands-on with the plants. Um, Max showed me this one time because he was going to get ready to go to grad school to be a, uh, a dentist. Um, so after he showed me everything and, and, and he showed me how to transplant a couple plants, he left. And I had to transplant the rest, you know, by myself. And from 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 that point on, man, it was it was it was trial and error, and it was it was self teaching. And you know, I took a couple courses online, you know, as far as um, horticulture co uh, courses, you know, to to you know tighten up my 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 growing skills, you know. But it was a lot of um, it was a it was a lot of trial and error when I first started. You know, I can remember um, my 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 very first cycle. Um, I went from seed. Um, the the plants that I had they can't they was from seed so I wasn't like I said it was my first time so I didn't know that I had to have my temperatures at a, at a certain temperature my my humidity had to be at a certain at a, at a certain uh, point um, so that my plants don't harm or, or or flip on me you know I had no clue um, so like I said it was my first time so. I had a I had an eight by ten tent, you know, with with, with two thousand watt lights. I had about about twelve plants in there, you know. I'm I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm about to do good, and my plants they they all big, healthy, and and I'm you know I'm, I'm as I'm growing, I'm learning as I go. So I'm I'm researching and, and reading, and I came across how to how to decipher between a male and a female plant. Right, story of my life. So. I figured it out, so I go in my tent and I begin to look at all my plants. Like, okay, what do I have? Man, do you know over half of my plant was male? Oh, <laughs> so, man. right. So I spent all that time, you know, and effort and, and nutrients and money, and I had to cut all the male down. So I think I had about three plants that was female that was female for me. So. You know, uh, I got a little, you know, I got a little medicine from that, from that run, but it wasn't much, man. But it taught me, you know, not only that, you know, I, um, not only what I needed to do when I went from sea as far as temperatures and, and humidity, humidity environment and things like that, but it also taught me just start with clone. <laughs> so yeah. for now, now I just start with clone. I know it's going to be female, um, uh, you know, uh, 
when it comes to seed and strand hunting, I leave that to my 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 cousin. I let him do that. I, I don't. That's that's not what I do. You know, I don't strand. I, I'm not a strand hunter. I, you know, it's just not right now. So you know, like I said, I knew I wanted to grow, and you know, that's that's what I did. So you know, that first year, I, you know, I grew grew in my room. You know, my my tent took up you know half of my room. So I slapped right next to my slap right in my room. Slap right next to the tent. So. It was it was it was plenty of nights where you know my plants they live better than me, but I still was happy, man. Like, you know, I I, I woke up every day, you know, when I when I unzip that tent and, and see you know those girls in them, man. It just it it just made my day, and and you know, every day after practice, you know, we would have a, a film study or or um, we would have study hall. I, I found a way to to not have to go to any of that to get home every day. <laughs> And nobody knew why, you know, but my roommates. But I would find a way to get home, you know, and I would go home and, you know, I would go right to my tent, open it up and just just check on my girls and, and medicate with them. Because, you know, they say, you know, smoking with your girls, it's, it's a good vibe. So I tend to do that. I still do that to this day, you know, medicate with my girls. So, you know, I would go in there and, and medicate with them. And it, it, it was a therapy, you know, um, because, you know, I just had a long day of practice, a long day of school, you know. And I, I still got two, three papers that's due. Um, you know, I'm tired, but you know, I would sit there and, and medicate, and and mentally, it would just, it would just heal me, man. It would get me right and, and and motivate me. Okay, let me get these papers done. You know, let me get ready for the next day. Um, so it, it was just healthy for me. You know, it, it wasn't just you know the fact that you know I I could grow cannabis and you know. Um, I just wanted to get high, you know, that, that wasn't the case, you know, like I say, it was my medicine, you know, it, it helped me physically as well as mentally. And, you know, I, I wanted to grow my own medicine. Um, you know, I, for some reason, I, I, well, not for some reason, but I couldn't show my face, you know, when I played football and when I was on scholarship, I couldn't show my face in dispensaries. So that was another, you know, another reason why you know, I was like, well, I, you know, I, I need to grow, you know, because, you know, I didn't want to be seen, you know, like you said, buying cannabis illegally, um, you know, buying it on the table from, you know, little guys around the school. Because, you know, I'm like you say, I was a, I was a guy. I was, a, you know, going to be the star running back, you know, in um, the year before me and D. Hart re-ran the table. You know, it was a one-two punch. So, you know, I was known around the city, you know, so I wanted to keep my face clean, you know, because um, at the end of the day, your name, that's all you have. So, you know, my, my thing was, you know, I had to keep my my face clean so you know that's another reason why you know i decided to go absolutely dude and for anyone who's wondering the the male plants don't produce you know just the female plants produce isn't that right yep just the female plants produce <laughs> yeah i've never grown but but i, I know enough people who do <laughs> now i know one more and, and i feel like you're the best that i've, that I've come across <laughs> so and i there was one quote that you had where you said you played all but one game high. Do you think that right. that was an advantage? Um, most definitely. Um, cannabis is a motivator. Um, not only did it motivate me, um, it it was it calmed me down. You know, before the game, it's natural that you have jitterbugs or the butterflies, so to say. But what what cannabis did for me, it calmed me down. You know, it was the calm before the storm. So I can't. I could 
think clear. You know, I can think about what I need to get done in that game. You know, I can think about my job and I can think about and envision me making plays. Um, and, you know, that that that's what's important, you know, in that environment. You know, you don't need to be jittery and thinking about the negatives. You need to be thinking about all positives, you know. So um, it, 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 it slowed down the game as well. So it, it, it it, it it allowed me to see things, you know, quicker than, you know, my, my opponents would see it or sometimes I would see it before my blockers would see it. You know, I would know where the linebacker was going before they got to him. So it allowed me to make my moves quicker. And, you know, like I said, it, it enhanced my game, man, if anything. You know, a lot of people ask me, does it did, did it affect my hand-eye coordination? You know, stats don't lie. I didn't fumble <laughs> not one time that year. <laughs> So, you know, um, and, you know, I ran for, you know, over, almost 600 and I had like six, six touchdowns. So, you know, it, it was, you know, it was, a, it was a good year. And, you know, like I say, it was all under the influence. And, you know, I say that with pride because, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, society, uh, they, they question, um, you know, how, how can you play on the influence of cannabis? Well, you know, in my campaign, you know, we, we always talk about playing high um, and, some people say, well, you, you're influencing kids to, to play on the influence of cannabis. I'm not influencing. I'm not influencing anybody to do anything. I'm just exposing what's already going on. Athletes been playing high, you know, since the early 1900s. Um, they, they, they're already playing on Vicodin. They're playing on the Toro shots, you know. They're playing on the, uh, the, the, the stimulants, you know. I know plenty of guys who play on Adderall. So they're already playing high, you know, but they're prescribed it. So it's cool, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... they're already playing high. So why not, you know, put them on a natural medicine? You know, why not put them on an organic medicine where you don't have to worry about, you know, this kid um, getting hooked on this. And and after he graduates, it it escalates to something else, heroin. You know, you see a lot of guys that getting hooked on heroin and you're wondering, you know, what's going on, man? Well, he can't get a hold of his pill no more that y'all was feeding him, you know, feeding him, feeding him because it it would get him on the field. So as long as it'll get him on the field, you're just going to keep feeding it to him. But he can't get it no more like that. So what he can get to is 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 his next this next thing up, which is heroin. You know, and that's where you you have these issues, man. These 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 guys who who you know after the game, you know that they're going downhill, and and I don't fault them. You know, a lot of the times I fought these these universities, you know, and, and, and that's where, you know, we come in and, and I came up with, you know, the brand, you know, MMJ4A, you know, motors made just for athletes, you know. So that's what we question, you know, these presidents, um, these coaches, you know, these different officials. And we even question athletes, you know, what's your motive, you know, to a coach, you know, what's your motive to this kid, you know, because you sit in this, you, you sit in, you sit in this front room with his parents and, you tell them that, you know, you care and, and, and you're going to take care of them. But in my eyes, kicking the kid out of school um, because he failed a, a, a drug test um, that came back positive for cannabis, you know, that, that's not taking, that's not looking out for him. You know, that's, that's, that's turning your back to that kid because now you're putting that kid back in that same position where he came from, back in the hood, you know. So now what? You know, and, and that's where you have these guys, like I say, you know, they, 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 they're getting put back in bad positions, man. But I don't I can't I can't solely just fault them. You know, I got I got to point the finger at the higher ups, you know, because at the end of the day, that's who controlling that system. And and the people in charge, they it becomes a, almost like an incestuous thing where show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Right. And and you get all of these guys around and and they all that's their one circle 
they don't see the other viewpoints. Right. And and that's what makes those type of decision makers dangerous. Right. Right. The um. So yeah, I I can and to hear people are are getting hooked on heroin because they're not allowed to smoke weed is jarring for me. Right. Right. I, I I I think that is is akin to assault personally because they could potentially ruin a life of a young person who maybe doesn't know just how you know that can dig into you and that can take over everything right so you know i'm a i'm a firm believer in what you're uh of of what you're doing man see you've got a a a spray that helps cannabis and other plants flourish that you call the million dollar spray okay what makes it a million dollar spray it's it's the first of its kind so you know when you think of uh when we came up with the formula for the spray we want to to break down uh break down the plant and how it grows and we want to look at what affects the plant so as far as uh pests um, 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 deficiencies and diseases. So we want to be able to conquer all of these things in one in one spray. So what we came up with was a Sin Doctor. Um, it's an all organic foyer nutrient spray. So what it is, it's an organic insecticide. But not only does it, you know, get rid of the the, the spider mites, the aphids, um, the thrips. Um, it also gets rid of your deficiencies. Um, so if you got, you know, um. If you got the calcium deficiency, um, if you got the magnesium deficiency, you spray, excuse me, the Sin Doctor um, will, will, will help, you know, deter these things. Um, you're looking for a, a vigorous uh, a cycle, you want to use the Sin Doctor because what it does essentially is load it with vitamins. And what these vitamins do, vitamin B1, it tells the plant, um, it, it, it taps into the plant's uh, um, cell membrane and it tells the plant to grow. Um, vigorously during the, the most vital uh, vital um, period of the of the growth phase, which is the bloom phase. So that's where you get your your bud sites and your budding and things like that. So um, you know it, it's a million dollars because it does all that in one and is all organic. So um, I feel like you know it's the it's the first of its kind. You know anything that's the first. It usually once it get out there, it, it takes off. Yeah. You you always want to be first into a market. That's the that is one of the old rules of business. The uh, it sounds fantastic. If I if I had a place to grow weed, I'd be I'd be buying some. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so, what has been Colorado State's university's reaction to all of this? You know, so um, you know after you know the release of my story, um, I wanted to wait until I graduated. Um, that was the biggest thing because uh, I, I I knew you know personally I knew if I would have came out with my story while I was still on scholarship, you know they would they would have pulled my scholarship. Um, and that was my you know that's just like getting kicked out of school. You know I can't afford to um, you know I couldn't afford to pay for college out of pocket. You know I, I could pull loans, but. You know, I, you know that's that's debt. You know, I'm not trying to go that route. So, I I, I knew that. So, you know, um, what I did was I waited till I graduated. And you know, after I graduated, you know, Matt, you know, um, Matt Stevens from the Coloradoan, you know, that's who you know wrote wrote the story and you know um, met with me and helped me get it together. And um, I told Matt, you know, I wanted to wait until I graduated. You know, so you know after I graduated, you know, we dropped the story on um, September 12th. 
Um, so, you know, when we, the, the day that the story, you know, came out, you know, I went up to, I went up to the university, um, you know, cause I will always go up to the, you go, go to the university, you know, show my face, um, you know, reconnect with people, you know, that that's helped me along the way. Um, cause you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good professors, you know, um, and, and, and administrators that, that yeah, helped me along the way, you know, um, you know, so I will always go back up there and, and, and you know, uh, pay my homage to those people. Um, so, you know, I, I went up there that day, um, to talk to, you know, an administrator and, you know, um, you know, unlike any other day, you know, it was a, a different meeting, you know, usually, you know, you know, things between us was, you know, on good terms. But on this day, you know, because of my story, you know, had aired, you know, she told me how she, you know, how she felt. And, you know, basically she told me, you know, I was a disgrace, you know, to the black community. Um, I was a, a disgrace to, you know, the organization that I represent, Omega Sci-Fi, you know, fraternity. Um, um, she also said that I was stupid, you know, for even, you know, releasing the story. Um, and, you know, as you know, I'm sitting there listening to her, you know, say these things to me. And, you know, I was raised, you know, to, to not to never disrespect my elders. Um, so, I, you know, I didn't disrespect her. Um, you know, I let her voice her opinion, you know, because everybody has their right to voice their opinion. And, you know, I basically told her, you know, because she 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 um, not only did she say those things about me to my face, she said it in front of, you know, the students, um, uh, a, a whole, you know, a group of, you know, the black, you know, um, the black students. So, you know, they, they not, not only did, did, uh, you know, she make me feel some type of, type of way. They made me feel some type of way when I walked in the room, you know, everything just got, you know, quiet. So you can kind of tell that, you know, someone was, you know, talking about me or something was said about me. So, you know, and, you know, after that meeting, you know, after she had said those things, you know, you know, I left the university and, you know, um, a girl, um, a student, you know, that I'm good friends with, she called me and she was like, you know, um, man, Miss B just, you know, like really, you know, just went off on you. And I was like, what you mean? She, she was like, she, you know, she, she told the students that, you know, what you did was stupid. Um, you know, cause you know, the students was talking about my situation and, you know, they were telling, you know, they were basically saying, you know, they, 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 they're with it. They understand why I did it. And she kind of deterred, you know, how they felt, you know, she influenced them to feel, uh, you know, go, go side with her, you know, and, um, a lot of people, you know, after that, you know, like, kind of backed away and, you know, stopped associating, associating itself with me. And, you know, um, I kind of seen that. And, uh, you know, so, you know, after all that happened, um, like I said, I came home and, you know, you know, life, life went on, you know, two days, you know, about two days later, um, you know, uh, my, my door gets kicked in, you know, uh, CSU PD, um, kicks in my door. Um, um, thank God, um, the time they kicked in my door, I, you know, I wasn't here. I had just left maybe 30 minutes prior. I had a, a meeting down in Fort Collins, uh, with a company and, uh, I get a call from, uh, my roommate. Uh, he's an older guy, about 54. And he called me and he's like, He's like, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a old white, older white guy. He's like, brother, you know, cause you know, that's how we, that's how we talk, you know, brother. I was like, what's up, brother? He say, what, what's going on? I'm like, what you mean? It was like the SWAT team just kicked in the door. I'm like, kicked in the door. I was like, for what? 
And he was like, hold on, let me look at the warrant. And so he, he looks at the warrant, and he was like, they said it's for a helmet and a face mask. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, all right, I'll, I'll be there, you know. I didn't believe it. Like, okay, hold on. You got to be looking at the wrong thing. So I get to the house and, you know, the, the warrant there is on the table. And I, and I look at it and it, that's exactly what it, it says. You know, they executed a search warrant for a helmet, you know. And it just blew my mind, you know, that the fact that they would, you know, kicking my house, kicking my door. Um, you know, my, like I said, the, the, my my, my my roommate who called me, Mr. Rich, who opened the door, um, he was greeted with a, with, you know, with a, with an assault rifle at his face. You know, it, this is for a helmet. You know, so you telling me y'all y'all have assault rifles and handguns drawn? You know, battle ram about to, to to break down the door for a football helmet. You know what I mean? So, it, it, you know, me just talking about it, like I get jitters, man. You know, just the, the fact because. I don't know what would happen to me that day, you know, if they came in here with, you know, assault rifles for a helmet. Um, so, you know, they, they, they drug him out of the house, you know, um, he's disabled, you know what I mean? So they, 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 they drug him out the house, you know, um, handcuffed him, other roommate, he's also elderly, um, he's disabled, you know, he had just went to dialysis that day. And, you know, they, you know, snatched him up by his arms. He has bandages on his arms. They put him in handcuffs. You know, not only do they do that, but they sit these men outside, you know, and you have neighbors and in, 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 in cars passing by, you know, humiliating them for, for something. For one, they don't have nothing to do with. For two, it's for a helmet, you know. So, um, you know, after they drag them out, you know, they, they go to my room and, you know, they, they break my door down and, and you know, completely just, you know, flip my room, you know, and, 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 you know, destroy my property, you know, um, you know, they didn't find nothing, no helmet, um, or anything. Um, so, um, they, they, like I said, they left, uh, the police officer left his card and, and was like, you know, uh, give him a call. Um, but I gave, I gave an attorney a call. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> you know, I don't have nothing to say to you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, all that went down. Um, you know, they did all that. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I, I just want people to understand that it wasn't about a, about a helmet. You know, that's that's not what it was about. You know, that's that's the basis they went off of because, you know, I guess they felt like that's what they can, you know, come in my house off of. Um, but they, they didn't have probable cause to come in, you know, even, you know, execute to come in my house. But they they they, they did that, you know, out of spite. You know, um, like I say, it was out of ill intentions. You know, um, the fact that I stood up and, and, and spoke my truth. You know, and, and and expose you know what what's going on, and and you know what's going on in in the sports world, and specifically college, because you know that's what I experienced, that's what I seen, you know, hands um hands on with my own eyes, you know, because I did that, you know, they the university felt some type of way, you know, um, the the NCAA, um, it was said that the NCAA could potentially punish them, you know, for what I did, so it only makes sense that, you know, because they they could potentially get punished, that they would come after me, you know, um, you know um, come after me for what I did. So, you know, it was it was it was them trying to get back at me, um, so to speak, you know, try to 
try to try to try to really kill my story, kill my movement, you know. But what I'm doing is positive, you know. Uh, I, I'm not trying to take down on university. Um, that's not my intentions. What I want to do is educate, you know, uh, uh, the people and educate athletes. You know, like I said, motives. You know, what's your motive? You know, you're here to play football, but at the end of the day, you know, your motive should be to to get your degree and and not only get it, but learn how to utilize it once you graduate. You know, uh, exhaust every resource that this university it, it has and presents. You know what I mean? Because they're going to exhaust it every resource out of you, you know, on a daily basis. So, you know, I feel like they, that athletes need to know, you know, you must, you must do the same, you know, you must take advantage, you know, and like I say, when you, when you're doing something like this and you're standing up, you know, for, for a cause, you know, you're going to go to go through adversity, you know, you're going to have people come at you. Um, you know, that, that's the things that comes with, you know, what I'm doing, but I, I, that I, I know, these things are going to happen, but I will continue to, to fight. You know, I will continue to take that sacrifice because it, it's not for me. Um, like I say, I have little brothers. Um, I have cousins, you know, and, and, genera- and it's generations to come that needs the, the benefits, you know, of cannabis, um, that needs to know, you know, um, what, uh, how to exhaust um, the resources, you know, when, when they go to school. You know, they need to know that, you know, you need to connect with, um, um, you know, alumni and just, you know, your, your peers, you know, throughout college, because college isn't about a grade, you know, it's about making connections, you know, because when you graduate, you know, that's what's going to get you this job, mm-hmm. those connections, who you know, it's not because you got A's all year, you know, if you're not uh, Ivy League, you're not getting a degree from an Ivy League or an MIT, you know, essentially all, you know, these degrees are the same, it's about who you know, you know, so, uh, athletes need to know that you need to, you know, get acquainted with, with your peers because, uh, you know, a lot of athletes don't, you know, we because it's not because we, we are antisocial. It's just we either tired or don't have the time. You know, we devote all our time to that sport. So it's kind of hard to get out and, you know, go, go, go to, to the group, the group, uh, group project meetings. You know, I've missed plenty of those because I was tired. You know, I would call my group and, and, and ask them, you know, could I miss this one or could I just bring the work into class? You know, I mean, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. You know, I just had a long day. You know, I just had practice. Um, so it's things like that, that, you know, um, these athletes, they need to be aware of. It, you know, we were talking before, before we started recording and, you know, I, I brought up a quote from Dan Pena called, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Right. And, and that quote is exactly what you were just talking about, about how they need to get with alumni. Right. Get these opportunities because look around at the five people you're hanging out with. Right. You're going to be the average sum of those five people. Exactly. So to anything to help people elevate their own group. That's man. I'm 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 in full support, man. I'd give you a hug if we were close. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. But we're about to wind up here. But what has been the public reaction? to your story um you know the 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 public loves me you know just to be honest um you know i get i get more i get a a lot of support you know from you know um the older generation um you know the young generation are coming around but especially athletes you know especially current athletes they can't really 
you know, su- support my call. Like I have a lot of my buddies who, who play Division One football, Division Two, um, um, girls, you know, male and female, and um, they call me and, and tell me, and, you know, they support me, but you know, they can't really put it on their, their social media and you know, you know, retweet, you know, you know, the things that I put on my my social media because um, you know it does involve cannabis, and I do understand that. Um, you know, that's not. That's not my 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 mission. Isn't to put anyone else in in harm's way or or deter anyone else's future. You know, uh, I did what I did because it's what I wanted to do. It's what I believed in, and I, I knew. You know, this this is my cause. You know, this is what I'm here for. Um, football has always always been a stud, but it's always been tough for me. You know, I always had to prove myself times ten. I always had to work times ten. But this has came more natural, more easier because this is my purpose you know my purpose is to educate you know um educate the uneducated and you know that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be obedient you know to what i feel is right absolutely man well you have been the 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 best case scenario for our first guest on movie reviews and pie cookies man absolutely wonderful that. man where where can people find you online um, you, if you're looking for me on Twitter, you can find me uh, as at my dream, my grind. Um, Instagram, you can find me at at Grammy Sosa. And if you're looking for me on Facebook, you can just look me up, Trash Geralds. Um, um, like I say, I spoke spoke about it earlier, but my brand, um, MMJ4A. You know, that's the motives. Um, that's the four fingers, man. Like I say, um, it's motives for athletes. Um, you can find that at mmj4a or at mmj for athletes um and like i say just, just follow the journey um it, it, it's it's far from over like every day you see more and more athletes coming out um saying uh you know how they how they use cannabis for medicine you know even steve kirk you know the the warriors coaches came out you know and, and said he even he he, he partook you know and use it try to use it for for back pain so you know it, and he said, he said, uh, you know, out of his own mouth, football players, they need it, man. You know, so, you know, the, the, the I feel like society knows, you know, what's best. Um, it's just uh, these organizations, man, they're being stubborn. Um, but, you know, with time, I know, I know a change is going to come with time. Perfect, man. That's a great way to end the show. All right. I'm Mr. Pot Cookie, a.k.a. Josh, and this has been Moo Reviews and Pot Cookies. I will watch that movie so you don't have to. Who reviews and pop cookies? Who reviews and pop cookies? I will watch that movie for you. I will watch that movie so you don't have to. I hope you enjoyed the movie reviews and pot cookies podcast. I know his mother is proud. Follow him. At Mr. Pot Cookie on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Thanks, Sharon. I know you enjoyed this. But not you, John. You're named after a bathroom. So, get busy living. Or get busy listening to movie reviews and Pot Cookies podcast. <laughs>